This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creatives to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Dear John, the iconic legend Quincy Jones said, To know where you came from makes it easier for you to get where you're going. Sean Diddy Combs said, Everyone has challenges and lessons to learn. We wouldn't be who we are without them. If 2018 and the last six years taught you something, it's that anything is attainable with the right focus and determination. Continue to build. Continue to promote your vision. Continue to inspire creativity and make more creatives. In closing, Nas said, No idea is original. There's nothing new under the sun. It's never what you do but how it's done. The first chapter of your vision's movements is done. However, you're still a visionary. Peace and blessings. John Rawls. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body, Biggie Jigga Puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby, and I'm wildin' in my body. Houston, Texas, welcome back to episode number 34 of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Binary Inc. T, the last time we talked uh, was episode number 18, okay, um, and um, since going to L.A., I've now started a thing where I want to uh, let my guests or let the creatives introduce themselves before I introduce myself. So go ahead. Hi, I am Tempest. Um, I don't really know what to say. <laughs> Social media. Okay, uh, Tempest Lives. I only have, now I have Instagram. I don't say now. Well, Instagram is like my main uh, social media handle. And okay. I have uh, like a uh, like a... TikTok. I have TikTok. What is that? And it's, what is that? it's a new social media, kind of. Okay. And really, uh, they say our youth, like the youth now, is really into it. Okay. But I follow this guy, Gary V, and he's encouraging more people to go onto TikTok and create. So I have, uh, I've only like put like one little video there, but I'm going to start dropping something on there every Friday. It's kind of a surprise type deal, but my first like real video should be up on this Friday coming up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So tick and everything is Tempest Lives. All of my social media handles are Tempest Lives. Okay. Yeah. And my name is John Ross Dyke the first. Uh you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Ross Dyke and still underscore visionary. If you would, connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook, and visit my website at stillvisionary.com. He got like a million of them. <laughs> Bro, I'm... Man, you got nearly as many. I um, do... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I forgot to say uh, TempestLives.com, clearly, oh, where yeah. my that, blog that, I've, I've since started putting that on on the episodes that I talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, I got to make sure that, you know, uh, Houston, Texas, this is my editor again. We did uh, episode number 18, Miseducation, a while ago, and I want to talk Love about it. that before we even get started. First of all, I want to say rest in peace to my baby boy, John Ross Dyke II. The last time that we did episode, we were together on the podcast. He was uh, he was here with us, but he's since transitioned, and he's back with the Lord. So yes. rest in peace to him. Yes. Uh, rest in peace to um, the child of Jarius and, and Jessica Smith, and rest in peace to Corey Bright. Uh, Corey, uh, um, Corey, my fault, man. I mispronounced your daughter's name. Corey Bright, my homeboy, he had a daughter. She passed away a while ago, so a couple of years ago. So rest in peace to her and to everybody else who's lost somebody. Yes. So episode number 18, Miseducation. Since then, uh, I've been to L.A. and um, I'm back here now just trying to keep the, the uh, podcast going. But um, what, was I, what was I saying? I, I said I was going to say something before. What was I saying? You remember what I was saying? No. I said I was going to say something. Like, I was going to say something before I started off with the RIPs. 
I don't know. We were talking about social media handles. No. Okay. Tempestlips.com. Okay. It'll come to me. Maybe it'll come to me. So, so how are you? I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Busy. Busy. um, But in a very good way. Okay. Yeah. So, um, since the last time, because this was a thing that him and I talked about um, before we did Miss Education, he was like, come on, you're my editor. You can talk about the stuff that you're doing, this, this, and that. And I was like, look. At this point, I really don't have a lot that I've produced. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not, I really don't have anything I write, but I okay. don't put anything out, et cetera, et cetera. And he's like, ah, oh, that doesn't matter. Just come on. Well, I, I, the reason why I said that is because creativity is not just what you've done. It's what you're trying to do, right. trying to get done. And I think a lot of creatives waste time with trying to make it perfect at first. Nothing's perfect. Right. You just got to get out there, get going, get the ball going. Yeah. And then it'll snowball. And as you go, as people see it, as you trust the right people to come in and give you critiques, mm-hmm. then it gets stronger and it gets better. So I think people are more worried about it being perfect when it gets when, when they're getting ready to drop as right. opposed to saying, I, I dropped it because you got to to get somewhere. You got to start from somewhere. Absolutely. Right. So um, that was my only thing. You don't have to have had something done right then and there. It's just the whole process of I'm creating this. Right. You know what I'm saying? And- I was in the process of, I had been in the process of, of for a while of like dropping my own, like put, having my own blog out. I've did it. I've did it. I did it several times before in the past and it really didn't catch mm-hmm. or maybe it, my consistency wasn't there, however mm-hmm. you want to say it, but it just, I didn't get there. Mm-hmm. And so, um, shortly after the blog, uh, our, the podcast, mm-hmm. I start working on, um, uh, my blog mm-hmm. more to just get it out there. And I was thinking, Oh, I need someone to design my website. When you talked about that, mm-hmm. this, this, and that. So look, y'all, I said, ah, oh, you know what? I really can't pay for nobody. I'm just be real. Mm-hmm. I can't pay for anybody to design this website. For it's sure. really, I bought a theme. I paid for everything else. Let me just try to get on here and do the best I can to design, set it up, and then I'll go ahead and then I'll go ahead and drop it. So basically, literally, I pulled up like how to set up the theme, et cetera, printed it all out, got on WordPress and Bluehost and all this. And step by step, I put it together so that I could have a place to call my own that's on the World Wide Web. And I did it. I dropped it for sure, and um, it has been it, so far. It has been a very great journey. I knew that um, initially my plan was not to go back into teaching this year coming up. Uh-huh. I wasn't gonna do it because I just wanted the time to T- focus. T- watch your hands. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> my bad. So I wanted the time to like focus on just really me and mm-hmm. my kids. Cause that's really, so I wanted the mm-hmm. freedom to do that. And so I was like, I'll blog. And I said, I would teach online. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're like the, so it's the bottom of the ninth. I'm going to tell y'all. So it's, it's almost the end of the summer. Nothing like everything is in the works, but nothing is there. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I do yoga. And so I went to yoga class and one of my instructors, I really love, um, she told me, she said, I was talking to her about everything that haven't worked and like some other stuff that was going on in my life. And I was like, you know, I just, I don't know what to do. She said, you know what, just go like really have a moment with God, you know, or however people address their higher being and see where you're at, like mm-hmm. see what he got you to do. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did. You know, I just like, breathe. Let me just see. First thing that came back, came into my mind was to go back to teaching. I was like, what? No, no. Yeah. That, wait, no, that's not the thing that I wanted to hear, but I felt like it was divine order. Um, But I will say this as well, as I was doing that, like I said, my, I was able to get my blog up and running Mm. and I also still got hired online to teach overseas. Mm. So I have all three of those things in the works Mm. and um, the most thing that I'm proud about because I I naturally, I love teaching. So I'm at a school that I love, but I'm really proud about TempestLives.com because I feel like it's really going to be what I want it to be. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's going to get there. And you can check it out. It's up, it's up. It's post on there. I'm very real. I'm very candid about the things that go on in my life. But the point of the blog is to help people to see, like, to see something real. And I give tidbits on, okay, if you're here in your life or if you've been here, um, this is how I handle it. 
and I give people ways to, you know, like tidbits on how maybe they can handle some of the situations in their mm-hmm. lives because it's, it's really a self-help blog. And so the, um, I was, I, and I talked to my brother about this all the time. I'm like, oh, I need to, I feel like I need a niche. I feel, I feel like I need like a audience, like a target, like who am I targeting? And for the longest, I have strayed away from saying that I'm a single mother, like for the longest. I'm mm-hmm. like, I do not want to create a platform that's just like single moms because I don't just associate with single moms. I, I have friends who are moms, they're married. Um, and I have friends who have no no children at all, not married, no children, nothing. And we still, we're able all to vibe off the same premise of just things that go on in our lives. Yeah. And um, and then on top of that, I am I stay in a single a single household, but my kids' fathers, they're very much involved. And shout out to them because they're great, great men, great fathers. They're very much involved in my children's lives. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't I just thought maybe I would be kind of pigeonholing myself, like putting myself in a box if I said, Oh, this is for single moms. Since then I've had the revelation that it's okay for me to say that Mm -hmm. and it's okay for me to it's okay for me to have that um pocket because i like i said i do function um majority of the time in my in my home with just me and my kids um and i don't know i don't know if y'all can see how empty it is around here but i'm just saying ain't nobody it's no it's me my kids and my and my pup and i do have things for single moms i have things for moms i have things for people so if you just want to come in and see what i got going on i'm an avid reader so i do um i do try to reference the things that i read and the things that i learn outside of myself and i try to give um just my life into to others so that it could be an inspiration to for them to move on and work through certain things well what i wanted to say um you know you got the um the divine um um i guess what am i looking to say you you were i guess the lord spoke to you and said go back to education i've said this to myself uh and i've heard people on podcasts refer to this i heard joe refer to this on his podcast Mm -hmm. i've heard other people talk about this on his podcast but Houston, Texas is just a different atmosphere than the rest of the world. Yeah. Okay. Whereas the creatives in other cities have that abundance of opportunity, we are busy here making our own. Yes. So for Very me, true. for me, um, when we first did the teacher orientation back in 2015, mm-hmm. though I knew that teaching wasn't going to be my career career, right? it's transitioned into that. But at the same time, I would be foolish not to be getting some kind of bread until that real dough comes in. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So so it, I don't think it was for me to be like, nah, you might not want to leave teaching, right? Right. Because of the fact that you got to do what's best for you right. in that time period. So um, when we did the video for the online teaching thing, uh, I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah. I mean, this is it. We, right now, when you start off as a creative, man, unless you got that direct, that, you know, Illmatic, <laughs> reasonable doubt so far gone what other classic albums put people on initially unless you you got that and but, but even then like you sh- we don't know the work before that yeah you know what i mean That's like it, yeah. yeah like it's unless all you coming get from on, somewhere we don't have a platform like hot nine seven and this is no knock to our city we're just trying to create that where we can go and we can just rap and then get on like right this. we don't right. have that so for the rest of the world, that's that's suitable for them to do to be able to. Hey, you know what? I'm quitting my job tomorrow. If I quit my job tomorrow, there goes my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> she out, bro. There goes there goes my marriage. Like my wife would be like, listen, we like it was. I think I was talking to that podcast I was telling you about. Right, we were talking, and I told my wife, unless you want to eat ramen noodles, this is a two income household, right? right. So. Ain't nobody quitting their jobs nobody quitting until their jobs. until one of the incomes that we make covers for both, both of, of us. us. Very you understand what very I'm saying? Good. So, you know, that was a nugget that I had uh, to say about um, just your transitioning into a new career, right? right. So, I mean, it, you got to do what you got to do at the end, and, and it'll come to you when the time when it when it comes right. to you, right? So, right. so Tempest lives. Um, I've. I remember in episode 18, I said to you, we're going to help you market that. We're going to talk about it. And so 
I have to apologize because initially I said tempestlibs.org and I put that in my computer and it wasn't the right one, so I had to come back and correct that. It's tempestlibs.com. Let's talk about the inception of that. Let's talk about the inception. Have you have you talked about that? No, I don't like the breeding ground. Yeah, yeah. Like 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 what was the initial thought, the 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 moment of creativity where you were just like, I want to put this here. Okay, so um I'll say this. I've been on this journey for a while now. Okay. Um, I've started several. I've started, and I and I talk about this on my blog. I think maybe like my probably my very first post. The one, the one where you threw your bed away. No, no, no. That's the second one. <laughs> See how he just airing it out, nigga. I ain't gonna. Yeah, I did throw my bed away. I have since gotten a new one. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We we you gonna see that video coming soon. <laughs> but yeah, um, the it was the very first one. Um, I talked about like how I had started and stopped and started and stopped and it and y'all like no like no lie. If y'all go check out my Instagram stories, they are extremely cray cray and so i talk about a lot of the stuff there too i just you know give hints of like what's going on like in my in my realm in my world and um i started stopped started stopped i you know so it it became when i first got the inkling about blogging or anything of the sort it, i think it was rarely fairly i'll say fairly new um and it was probably like 2010 this is before this is probably right on the onset of everybody like blog i'm gonna be a blogger this this and Mm -hmm. that you know and people making like millions legit millions Mm -hmm. of dollars doing this Mm -hmm. blogging blogging etc etc and i said oh i'm gonna try this this this, and that so i drop a uh, drop a blog and it was about my daughter and i all right and it was it was cool but like i said then man i was fresh out of college um i was it was me and my daughter i'm like look i gotta make some bread so then i was like i was blogging but i was like in extreme hustle mode Mm -hmm. so then i was probably holding like i i never had anything less than two jobs at that time in my life Mm -hmm. like it was it wasn't even thinkable for me to only work like one job and whatever so i was like severely hustling this this and that i started that um, let it go. I, and I think I did that like two or three times. This last time that I said I was going to do it, I said, no, this is it. This is going to be my baby. I'm going to do this for me because I've noticed that I've did a lot of things. I've did a lot of things and um, for other people. Yeah. Um, and I've given my, given a lot of my time and just my soul to like other people and what they wanted to do, whether it was my kids, whether it was just the people at school, you know, some pockets of what's going on in my family, et cetera. And at the end of it, I could never say that I just had something for me. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm a creative, you know, and I've been writing since, and I think we did talk about that in the, um, in the first podcast. Yeah. I've been writing since I was a kid, yeah. you know, and I started journaling when I was in high school, like my 10th or 11th grade year in high school. And that was, that's always been my outlet. And I just write, 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 write. I probably did my first poetry performance my second year in college. Um, and so, but I, I never just gave myself the space to to really spread my wings and fly you know what i mean i always was battling with well you need to do this or you got to do this or you have a kid now you got two kids this this and that and then finally i said no this is enough if i keep going down this road of starting and stopping and and not really putting in the effort then i'm never going to gain the momentum and i'm never going to really escape you know what i'm saying just you know like really get out of this 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 pull and push this tug you know and I said no I'm done with that like I'm a I'm gonna do something that I want to do and I'm gonna put the effort and the time into it so that I can make it what I want it to be and every every week I sit down with it at least once a week just with the whole with everything you know I'm sitting in the middle of my floor and my desk papers everywhere my my blogging binder is up the site is up and I'm like what do I need to do how can I make this better what do I need to write what do I need to do da 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 and what's the next piece to this puzzle until it becomes exactly what I want it to be or what it mm-hmm. needs to be and I don't want to just say I because at the end of the day I I, I kid y'all not. I rehearse in my mind the things I'm going to tell people to help them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, if I, if I could help them do that, that would be great. Yeah. And if I could help them do this, that would be great. You know, and I, you know, sometimes I know exactly what pocket of 
people I'm talking about or what mm-hmm. person. And sometimes I don't know. It's just general, like, man, if more people had access to this information yeah. or if they thought about it like this, this could help um, them just just move smoothly throughout this this wonderful journey that we call life. And um, that's really that's really why I'm here. And I feel like if I don't do that then I'm shortchanging myself yeah. and the rest of the world, like, yeah. like legit, because I do feel like that's just something that's like, like threaded through me to yeah. be, to know that my existence is not just for me, that is for someone else. And so, um, as I, and I, and I mentioned this on my blog too, you know, as I'm growing, I hope that I'm helping someone else grow. Yeah. So it's not just the, Oh, here you do this. Hey, we're doing this, you know? You know, I live, we live, Tempest Lives. Tempest Lives. Is that I live, we live, Tempest Lives? Well, that's what I put on at the bottom of all my posts that I um, post on Instagram, like in my hashtags. always. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. So, you know, one thing that we didn't talk about um, last episode with you saying that you're an avid reader, um, I think that it it may have occurred after. Uh, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And they had mentioned, rest in peace, Toni Morrison. Mm-hmm. Now, although I never read anything that she wrote mm-hmm. or knew who she was, I do remember seeing her quote on the back of uh, the um, uh, Me Against the World book or the oh, book you told yeah, me to read. Bet- so went between, <laughs> between the world and me. So, so, <laughs> so when, I, when I heard them say, rest in peace to Toni Morrison, mm-hmm. I, I didn't I couldn't connect any of her work, but I was like, Oh, she wrote on the back of his book that, that we everybody needs to read the book. Right. What how uh her influence on you? Talk about that. Um, so I'll say this. Um well let me say this. Um she she was a very she was an immaculate spirit, right? Okay. Um now I I don't I can't say any like direct influence, but being an English teacher, of course, like she's one, like she, she has like a lot of classics or she, or the bluest eye, that classic. The what? The bluest eye. The bluest, bluest eye. eye. I believe that's, I think I'm saying that correctly. Okay. And so, um, if not edit it out, no, just playing. <laughs> no, no, just kidding. All right. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, so anyway, um, but it was a quote that I seen by her, um, at some point. And it basically, I can't repeat it verbatim, but what it said was um, that as an African-American artist, we're sometimes pushed to take the easy route and how we express ourselves. We're not pushed to be the most articulate or the most read or the most knowledgeable. We're kind of pushed to kind of be on the lower end on how we communicate. Just kind of like that that pool, like the puppet pool. You know what I mean? Like you do this because I want you to do this and this is how you're going to draw people in. And we're not always pulled to be the most intellectual bunch you know what I mean and when I read that and this is this is me saying what I got out of the quote we'll find the quote and maybe he can put it at the bottom Mm -hmm. when I'll go back and get the quote but when I read this particular quote it hit me really hard because I see now that everybody's pulled and pushed to put out a lot of different things you know what I mean and you gotta be the fastest the quickest and it doesn't matter like the quality of it you know, just put it out. Like, mm-hmm. hey, put it out. Like, mm-hmm. the, you know, it doesn't. And I feel like we're all in that, almost in that that digital rat race, right? Mm-hmm. And when I read that, I said, you know what? I'm going to make sure that when I put things out, yeah, I may put my personality in it and whatever, but I want to make sure that I'm giving the best quality of work mm-hmm. from my stance of being a reader, an avid reader, a writer, a intellect. You know, I want to make sure that I'm giving the world something and women something and my people something that speaks to, you know what, this is an intelligent woman that knows what she's talking about, that possesses that authority, you know what I'm saying, and that agency that says, I'm here and I can I can move mountains with my words, with my actions, with just my mere disposition, right? And I feel like sometimes that is lost. Um, even seeing just just being in a realm where I'm working with our youth on a daily basis, um, and just and just seeing what's 
kind of put on a pedestal nowadays. And it's no, hey, no shade. Like, I, I admire all hustles. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I do, no doubt. But it's sometimes you don't want certain aesthetics to be lost just in the shuffle. And um, I think she had a very good, uh, like, a grip on that part within herself and sharing that with the world, just not losing, you know, the grip of just, hey, I, I have the agency, and the authority, and the intellect to be this person and share it unapologetically. Mm. Because sometimes I feel like we have to be, oh, well, yeah, oh, I do know that, but I'm sorry, no disrespect to mm. this. You know what I mean? We mm -hmm. always have to give like some type of disclaimer for what we know or who we are. Mm -hmm. And I felt like um, she spoke towards not having to do that and just owning you in whatever capacity that that means and however it serves you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What song's on your mind right now? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So listen up, y'all. Let me tell y'all. One, um, y'all know I'm avid, avid, avid. Like, I love J. Cole. I, I talked about it last podcast. Mm -hmm. Psh, love J. Cole. However, this summer, Big Crit mm -hmm. dropped an album. Have mm -hmm. you listened to that man mm -hmm. album? Look, y'all, mm -hmm. that is a solid album from start to finish. And plus, he has this Southern vibe in it. And I'm like, okay, be mm. Now, I'm saying this because I've been to, like, one of this dude's concerts. And the first time I went, I probably hadn't listened to one Big Crit song. I went with my homegirl. She's like, she was a huge, she is a huge Big Crit fan. And... um. I went with her. We went. We was in Austin, woo, having fun. This, this, and I'm like, all right, cool, la, la, la. And then just slowly, like I've just, y'all, I'm such a J Cole fan that sometimes it blinds me to other artists. Like mm. it's kind of ridiculous, but mm. it is true. Yeah. And but I, I hit play on that Big Crit album, and I have not been able to let it go. Now that's an album. Mm. He said, "What song?" All right, so. Due to my tunnel vision of J. Cole, mm -hmm. I've also been sleeping on my boy, Big Sean. Okay. Mm. And so he had a song um, with um, DJ Khaled. Okay. It was and Kendrick Lamar. Okay. And oh, oh, I wish I could show y'all. Y'all want to see? Because I've been listening to it. I listen to it almost every day. Holy Key. Okay. It is by far one of my favorite songs. Like one of the best songs I've ever listened to. I thought you were gonna go with a big crit song. No, I wanted to tell y'all about the big crit album because I've been okay. listening to that album too. <laughs> but I do not listen to that album nearly as much as I listen to this holy key song with Big Sean. Okay. Big Sean's verse, I really feel like he's like summing up like the state, my mental my mindset right now. Okay. Like okay. it's so dope. So okay. dope. And he hits so many different pockets. Like he talks about um like he mentions being vegan. I'm not a vegan. However, I haven't eaten meat in a while. He talks about being vegan and he just talks about um uh, like he has that authority, like that aggressiveness mm -hmm. of just like, hey, I don't I'm not dealing like he he tells you straight up what he's dealing with mm -hmm. and what he's not dealing with. Now for you hip hop fans, I know that y'all know that this song is old. Mm -hmm. Okay. But y'all cannot deny the lyrical genius behind Big Sean's verse because mm. he puts it out there. And then he references one of my favorite authors and um, mindful thought leaders, Deepak Chopra. He doesn't say his name, but he references uh, practicing several sp seven spiritual laws. And that's one of Deepak Chopra's books. And it's a great book. And he says he's practicing the law of detachment. And that's mm. a really, really, really very strong things for him to say because the law of detachment says I'm going, I'll put in the work, but I'm a detached from the outcome. Mm. And, yeah. and that like, I don't like, if y'all don't know, I'm going to tell y'all that's big because a lot of times we want to put in the work and we want to say what a work going to go and how it's going to look and what it's going to be. We just can't let it go and let it grow. Mm. We have to be a part of every little part, but the law of detachment says, Okay, put in the work, but be detached from what happens after that. Just, it's like that, it's like that energy. Like, you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. If you're really putting in that amount of work, then you got to, it goes back to that faith. Mm. You know what I mean? And faith, you have to release, you have to release that mm. because that's not up to you. 
You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that's mm -hmm. what we fail to realize. The work part is up to us. Everything happens after that is not. And when we try to hold on, sometimes we black we block a path that we should um that we that we could that could be opened up for us because we only see where we wanted to go. Mm -hmm. We're not open to all the different possibilities. And so when he says that, along with some other, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. some other stuff he said, yeah. I'd be like, I'm right, Big Sean. And 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 no and no doubt he's had his own personal evolution. Um since I since I listened to that part, I've also like have gone into following him more and just seeing like where he's at because I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I'm I'm down with like the open the the mindfulness, the consciousness, and just realizing like how this really works. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's really not an I thing. It's really a we thing more than we realize. And yeah. so, anyone that's preaching that and putting that out there, I I do take a I do take a second look all the time. Yeah. So yeah. So um I'm gonna go my the song that's on my mind right now is I'm gonna go with off that uh Big Crit album. I'm gonna go with Believe. Ooh. <laughs> I would song. say the one with him and, and Cole, but I'm gonna save my second one. That's a new one. My my old one, I'm gonna go with uh, off of uh, Nas's second LP. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with uh Nas is coming. Mm. Okay. I mean, you know, but you know how much he he loved Nas like I love yeah. J Cole. It's just he can't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Nas head. Um, yeah, Nas is coming and believe. Um, believe so, is great. Yeah, it That's is a great song. It is. When I was listening to it, I was like, I listened to it the first time I heard. It, I listened to it twenty times. No yeah, lie, I, I believe it. No I believe lie. it because it's is that is that powerful. It's yeah, dope. yeah. I mean, it it's a. Uh, uh, yeah, and then uh, what was the sound song with him and, and uh, Cole? If you believe in it, yeah. yes, it's the yeah, very next song. Yeah, that song yeah. jams too. It, just. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with those two. Okay, since uh, since we left off from the podcast, I, you know, I, um, before that episode had dropped, I was I was dedicating everything to my boy, yeah. right? And I think that after that, that was a you know, I thought I was thinking if I can. Every every moment that we spent, my wife and I spent this summer in the hospital was with him, right? Yeah. And so when I got a chance to step out, I was thinking, okay, I got to get the podcast done. I got to get the podcast done. I got to get the podcast done. And so um, after you know we got the news and he passed away, and we and we were still dealing with that, but we dealt dealt with it back then. I said to myself, you know, one thing that my son has taught me is resiliency. Mm. Okay. You got to be resilient in whatever you face, no matter the obstacles, no matter the the the, the bumps in the road. You got to be resilient for everything. So mm -hmm. after that, I set out on a course to make sure that if I hadn't stated it before that I was dropping every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. He is so consistent. <laughs> He's so diligent. I had to make sure I had to make sure that no matter what, mm -hmm. I have to drop Tuesday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and it becomes a job. It becomes a characteristic of yourself. Yes, it, you know, nice. after I drop this episode, my mind is already wondering what's next. What's the next episode? What's coming? Right. right? So I go to L.A. I do uh, four episodes out there over the course period of two weekends. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and you know, you being my editor, let's talk about the, you know, that. And then we'll get into we'll, we'll talk about something else before we wrap the episode. OK, so um, when. When you first when you first hit me up and you know you told me about your podcast and you you told me episodes to go listen to, you know I wasn't it wasn't that I wasn't impressed or I didn't like them I was just like okay I can see where this is going let me tell y'all from what I listened to in the beginning to mm -hmm. now I would like shout out to you you have been very diligent and very consistent and I can see how your podcast has grown yeah. exponentially just within a few months yeah. and I really think that's beautiful especially thinking about what you and your wife have faced mm -hmm. and and just in the face of that like you you've you've come you've come out of that mm -hmm. or you're like or you're just working through it mm -hmm. and you're still keeping your spirits high and you're keeping yourself focus and if that's not an inspiration to creatives everywhere i don't know what is it takes a lot man i'll say that because uh even with the intro part that i now say at the beginning of the episode 
uh, my wife was like, you you keep refuting everything he's saying. Like, it was my large brother that, that was just like, hey, man, you know, you, you got to kind of get right in there. You got to jump right in. And I was like, what do you mean? And we were going back and forth. And when I told my wife that, she was like, listen, you keep refuting. Just like when I tell you stuff, that's why I don't tell you nothing about the podcast. <laughs> because you keep refuting everything I'm saying. So, you know, just the, you know, sometimes the critiques can be overwhelming. Yes. <laughs> sometimes pride. I'm so glad pride, you listened to mine. <laughs> pride gets in the way. But I, I think on episode 23, Resiliency, now streaming on, on, on all platforms, I... Uh, I uh, said that that your my wife and you are the ones that you know are really helping me mold and put things together oh, okay. piece by piece. Well, I appreciate that. No I appreciate doubt. that. No doubt. No doubt. And um, any way that I can help, I'm I'm no doubt because you're definitely growing. Well, listen, listen. You know, it it's a part of like nobody. Um, Illmatic wasn't just Nas. Right. I referenced that album because that was the album that changed his career mm -hmm. so far gone wasn't just drake you know he mm -hmm. had help here and there reasonable mm -hmm. doubt wasn't just right. it wasn't just jay you know what i'm saying so everybody needs that supporting cast to be able to um um handle the things that i'm not seeing you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying i'm worried about the the artistic side of it but you also got to factor in, okay, well, what is being said? Is it being perceived the way you want it to be perceived? Right. So, you know, I mean, everybody needs a team of some sort. Yes. You know that is saying? true. That's true. You seem like you got a pretty solid, you know, a pretty solid team. Oh yeah, it it's got it's got some. <laughs> I got to add more people to it. You know what I'm saying? But it's 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 going. You just keep doing. I mean, I just feel like you keep you know doing what you're doing. Yeah. And it's gonna you know every every piece of the puzzle that you need. Will I need this keep. podcast to be number one in the state of Texas. <laughs> well, you keep putting that energy out there, friend. Because every time I hear him say so, the number one, I'm like, yup, that's Jr. I know who that is. I know what podcast that oh. is. And oh, that's man. good, though. I mean, that's good. That means, I mean, you're setting that expectation, and, and no doubt, like you're evolving to be that number one. Yeah. If not, you're already number one. I need, I need, I need that. Uh, I need that number one spot. Yeah. I need it. It's it's <laughs> it's mandatory. So yeah. go on with what you were saying. I was just thinking. You know, I, I I'm over here looking at the computer, and I realized Big Sean just dropped another single. Oh well, the single for his new project called Single Again, and that single. It's so hard. Mm. It's so you ain't heard the heavy. Mm -mm. Well, when you get off when you get off the no, episode, yeah. you need to listen to it. It's no, it's dope. Yeah. It's dope. Go ahead. Um, so I didn't know if you wanted to Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Listen, like when I told I told um three, um, the studio that we'll be going to soon, I told three that um my editor is gonna come in here and you've got to you've got to be accepting of her personality because it's strong. <laughs> 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 You've got to be accepting of her personality because if she ain't feeling something, she gonna say it. Yeah. And so and so when I mention when I throw uh tempestlibs.com in the episode, nah, for real, for real. I got you know, I of course I bring it to my wife, you know, and then after that you need the next person that's, you know, on the team right. to to give you that, you know, that hey, switch this around, switch this around, switch this around. So yeah, no yeah. doubt. Go ahead. But I um I I went back and I checked out like um some more of your episodes. Mm -hmm. And y'all, let me let me say this. I love the fact that you have included more than just like an artist, like a a painter, a writer, um, etc. Because that's one thing that we don't adhere to, and I tell my daughter this all the time because she always says, I'm not creative, I'm not creative. I say, you may not be creative in painting or sculpting or drawing, et cetera. I said, but everybody, I was like, our creator gave us that. Mm -hmm. And everybody is creative in their own right and in their own way. And I could legit think about, once I realized that, and it was something that I read that made me realize that, that that's just something that, we possess, once I read that, I start being way more mindful on how people possess their talents and how they create. Mm -hmm. And in that, I would like to say you have did a, a great job of reaching out to people who do more than um, just podcasts mm. or just writing, blogging, mm. and books and stuff. Now the people you done did some dope people too. But one, um, one of the one of the um, one of the episodes that you did, it was with, is her name Janae? 
Janae. It was yeah. she, with the uh, the crafty yeah. uh, drinks. Yeah. yeah, glamorous drinks. I thought that was so cool. And yeah. when and when you first put it out, I was like, okay, Jr., I like this scope. I like where you're going with this because it really makes that umbrella where like you, no one feels left out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. hey, y'all, if he see y'all, y'all create. Now, don't matter yeah. what you're creating. If he come and yeah. grab you, y'all just come on to the yeah. number one it, podcast. It's like it's, it's like Carrie Hilson said one time. She was like. When she got that phone call from Nas, mm-hmm. when he was trying to get that single uh, hero out, she mm-hmm. was like, she dropped everything. Right. When that call come. Right. <laughs> my voice ain't as raspy when that call come, though. Hey, it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah and so, um, <laughs> y'all, and go y'all go, y'all go ahead and y'all get on there. Because he's going to, you know, he's going to do it right. It's yeah. not just about him. It's about really. No the, doubt. The no city doubt. in 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 the country and the yeah, world and whoever really sure. seeing like hey this is what we this is what we're housing for and this sure. is what we have for sure and so um so I was I listened to that episode and I was like this is really dope and I listened to her evolution on how she decided that that's where she was gonna go and I've noticed a thread like you know you ask people oh what high school what college or whatever and it's like for creatives who don't just want to be caught in like the rat race they want something of their own they always go through that period of what do I do next? Mm. Like, what the hell am mm. I about to make of this? Mm-hmm. You know, and the fact that she found her lane and mm. was able to um, say, you know what, I know I have this degree and I know I have this or I thought I was going to do this. But hey, this is something that I have a passion for that I could really do. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking at her evolution, like being here, working at Papacito, mm-hmm. and you know, then getting into the club life and, and mm-hmm. really grab grabbing hold to that hustle. And shout out to her because I know I do know that hustle as well, because mm-hmm. I, I used to bartend. Mm-hmm. And um and just and then like, okay, here I am in LA. And I'm doing like, what, what am I going to do? And just going from like one gig to like her own thing. Like I thought that was really dope. Yeah. And now she was like, makes like her own crafted like drinks that she's. Put- yeah. That's a, that's a whole joint out there. That's what she does. That's nice. Full time, I think. And that's creative. Yeah. I mean, that's really you capturing the scope of being a creative. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Yeah. And um, so I was looking at that episode. And can I talk about another one? Yeah. 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 Okay. And so then it was another one. Y'all named it uh, Big Boy Talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, about the entrepreneur. Let, Let me, me talk, talk about my guy, man. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, you f- you find yourself when you um, venture off, like I do, po- I, I do a podcast. I'm a podcaster, I should mm-hmm. say. Um, and I find myself, that's all I listen to, podcasts. Mm. I mean, I have my main ones. I, I, I touch Joe's, of course, every week. Uh, Nori's I touch. Uh, I used to listen to Angela Yee's a lot. Um, I listen to some psychology podcasts. I used to listen to a voice acting podcast. That's nice. Um, but Mike, after we did that episode, I love to talk to Mike because he, you could tell he's well read. Mm-hmm. You know? You could tell when he when he's in a room with people and the way he works the room, the way he talks, you can tell that he's just ahead of everybody else. Right. And I don't mean to insult anybody else. I'm just saying, you know, I get that vibe. Like his right. his it's ideals. That focus. His it's a focus. Ide- yeah, his ideals and the way he talks and the way he rationales things is always different from everybody right. else. So I just enjoy every moment of time that I can get from him. So he's doing a podcast, and I can't wait to listen to it. Oh, that's nice. He's doing I a must podcast. Say it's- I wish I could produce it, but I'm not in Dallas. So Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah. And, um... Man, his evolution, man, just mm-hmm. with the just being an entrepreneur. I mean, yeah. he started that journey when he was a was a kid. Yeah. And I thought that was really dope having being able to be in an environment where it's nurtured by example. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he was just talking about the hustle of his yeah. parents and yeah. how they were able to. Hey, if yeah. I were you, I would do this. And he didn't have to do it, but he saw like, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, maybe I will. And every time that he decided to, you know, take that, okay, well, maybe I should do this, and he did mm-hmm. it, it turned into something more for him. And I was looking at that. I was like, man, let me tell y'all, 
being in a room full of teenagers and they're already like, you know, when you ask them, hey, what are you going to do? And they're not they're not saying, oh, I'm going to be a lawyer now. That's not what they're saying. They're not saying mm-hmm. I'm going to be a, a doctor. They're not saying mm-hmm. I'm going to go be an engineer. They're like, oh, I'm going to be a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to be a, you know what I mean? I'm going to be a gamer. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you know, and once, once again, I, I don't knock it because people out here doing it and they're yeah. making a living for themselves yeah. easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not saying it's easy. They still have to have those those bases of consistency and going through the fire when you're not sure what where the hell is going. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, or you don't have you you don't look like everybody else because it's natural for us to want to be a part of the pack. I mean, that's you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just part of our natural um evolution that, that's yeah. been since the beginning of time yeah. so when you feel like you're doing something that's going against the grain it makes you feel like well damn should i do this mm-hmm. you know and he said something that was really pivotal and uh, like once again i always uh mention my brother um but my uh malcolm what is this what's his social media handle malcolm x green i think it's malcolm x green okay that's what okay. it is that's, on that's, that's that's you know that's the best way when i was rebranding i just went to my original name yeah my real name. and so um but him and i we always talk about the part of being in the masses being a part of the masses is that you want to look you want to look like everybody else you want to you know what i'm saying you want to have what everybody else have on this this and that and you don't care the cost so when he said he had acquired this $250, et cetera. And his mom was like, oh, yeah, you should buy a Coke machine. He like, what? That's definitely not what I was thinking about doing. I was mm-hmm. trying to get these, these Adidas not panning out. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, these, these you know, these, these J's. He like, mm-hmm. you know, his mom was like, well, you sure? And just the fact that even at that age, that young of an age, he saw the vision of like, well, okay, you know what? Maybe I'll let that go. Maybe I will try mm-hmm. something else. And how that transitioned into the the mobile car wash. And I was just like, well, this is dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because when... Um, when he said that he put he put out the information, six people got back with him, but one was like a corporate office, and he was able to make like eleven hundred dollars in two days. That's the type of thing that I like to sh- tell my children about at school. Mm. That's the type of thing that my daughter, like my daughter's in her room right now. She's right there. She could tell you I preach entrepreneurship to her all the time yeah. because ten years from now, it's not gonna look like. <laughs> God, it's not gonna look like what we're what we were raised to say. Okay, yeah. go get get a college degree, go get a job, etc. It's not gonna look like that. They're already seeing where um, entrepreneurship is gonna be on on a consistent rise, and a lot of it's based off of what's going on digitally too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just that people are coming with a new mindset. Why? Why would I sit here and work all of my life? You know what I'm saying? Blood, sweat, and tears, and have nothing to show for it on the back end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or not a very minimal to show for it. I mean, it just I guess it depends on you know where you're coming from. But hey, let's just be real. A lot of people is little to nothing to show for on the back end yeah. you know and they have to consistently keep up this 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 ebb and flow of work and being disgruntled in order to um survive and so um yeah i i thought i thought his was very inspirational i thought that was something that this generation could really see and grab onto. and it reminded me of that guy john henry is that that guy's name John Henry, the entrepreneur in New York, yeah, the, like yeah, the yeah, real estate. Yeah. Guy. I followed him. Yeah, I follow him he's now. Super dope, super yeah, dope guy. Yeah. And um, your boy Mike, he really reminded me of that guy. That yeah. same vision and just like knowing, like, okay, I'm gonna start here because he's that guy started with like a laundry service. It was like mm-hmm. a mobile laundry service, mm-hmm. and it just transitioned into more. So, hey, I feel like that's something our youth could really grab onto, grab hold to as well. Yeah, you know, I'd be remiss not to mention, shout out to my homegirl, Asia Munns, out there in California, um, whose podcast I'm I'm now producing, uh, oh, nice. Stories and Poems, on uh, SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Uh, you know, just that whole L.A. experience, man, it, it just taught me, like, people people have gems to give. Mm-hmm. Even in your, like, uh, the way you spoke about in episode number 18, the way you spoke about the African American men and their and a price being over our heads and just the whole that whole conversation. The real reason why I didn't um, do all I do now for the episodes now is because at the time I I hadn't uh, I hadn't had my settings right when I edit the the videos mm-hmm. right. That's fine. I finally figured out how 
how it happened, and that was at the start of episode 19. That's why when we talk, I used to talk about that episode all the time. Right. Right. So uh, since then, man, I've been trying my best to make sure that people get, because, you know, people ain't going to watch the whole episode. So Mike was the one that told me, hey, man, you know, you need to chop it up in clips. Mm -hmm. And when I look at people's podcasts on YouTube, that's what they're doing. So he imparts gems that, for me, I've always told him, and he always he told me one time, he was like, listen, if you're not retaining stuff that people are telling you, you need to write it down so that you can go back and look at it and see where you can implement it in, in whatever you're doing. Yeah. So I think that uh, that episode was really, really good. I just couldn't wait. I mean, he was the first one that I brought on the podcast that was a creative but wasn't in the lane of which... I didn't know which way I wanted to go because right. I know I know if I opened it up, then everybody would want to be like, all right, well, why I want, but I knew he specifically had gems to be able to tell people and so people could connect with. You right. Know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I need I needed him on. I needed him on. Mm -hmm. good, but good uh, shout out to everybody that uh, did the podcast from episode, from all all 33 episodes. Yeah, they're nice. Including the three I did myself yeah. and, uh, and moving forward up until episode 34, which is dropping. On the uh, what is it? On the fifteenth, this Tuesday, <laughs> six p.m. Central Standard Time. Can I tell him how we got here? Go ahead. This, this Go ahead. episode. Go ahead. So I talked to him, and he's like, "Man, I ain't even gonna lie." Let to me, you. yeah. <laughs> let me, let me, let me intercede you right quick. Like I, like I think we mentioned it this episode. It becomes a job. Yeah. It becomes. Uh, it's all you're addicted. Yeah. I am addicted to dropping every Tuesday, and I will find a way to do it, even if I have to come on here and talk every Tuesday for a period of 15 to 20 minutes. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But yeah, so he was like, um, he was like, man, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm, and I'm listening to him. He was like, yeah, I'm just going to get on here. I guess I'm going to talk because I don't have nobody lined up for this one coming up. <laughs> and let me tell y'all, legit, I was surprised. I was like, what? What you, what you been doing? You know, mm -hmm. what's going on? I, I slacked off after episode 33. Right. And so I was like. What up, Pierre? <laughs> and so I was like, huh? Yeah. And I was like, say, man, like, how about this? How about we do somewhat of a recap mm -hmm. of the other episodes you've done up mm -hmm. until now? I feel like it'll give a legit vibe. And, you know, you could really come on here and, like, really pay homage to the people who come before mm -hmm. now and has really blessed this podcast. Yeah. And, um, you know, we can get on here and, you know, just kind of mm -hmm. shoot the shit in a, in a sense, but still yeah. really highlight um the people who've come before that's really and i thought that was i thought that was a legit idea yeah. and this is what we gonna do when he don't know what yeah but i have yeah. i have a feeling that he gonna get that schedule tight oh, yeah. Yeah, like months in advance it's gonna be it's gonna be right hey listen you know what i wanted to say damn i want to say uh episode 33 uh which is now playing on um all my platforms my homeboy pierre simon from college you mm -hmm. need to get his book okay his book is dope i will and your your blog kind of reminds me of his book. Oh, okay, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll do yeah, that. I think I think his book, uh, which is available everywhere, the books can be bought. You need I to have like a what's next social, so you can get all the creatives in one spot, and we can like uh, vibe, network uh, and vibe. It's coming, coming soon, coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, maybe I shouldn't have said that. No, right no, then. that's that's perfect. Today is October the thirteenth, two thousand and nineteen. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we have 79 days left in the 2019 year. What do you hope to attain in 79 days? So with my 79 days, I am going to, or this is like, uh, this is what I'm going to work towards or detach from, you know, what, what it'll actually become. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to work towards being very consistent like my man here. Oh, I'm dropping every Thursday at 8 p.m. Ish. One of your one of your, one of the like, boys said that I like that too. Every time he said he said, "Look, ish, eight p.m. ish." Because it that really was do be hilarious. ish. It, it was, do be really ish. But yeah, time. and so I had I, I want to be way more consistent. And then we have a project that you and I are doing where mm. we are um, going to yeah be doing put a something. Put your you want to okay yeah, yeah, no, yeah we do can, something yeah be putting a visual to one one of your blogs yeah we're yeah, gonna be putting yeah. visuals all of them but yeah we're gonna be putting visuals to the blogs but yeah. hopefully by the end of the year we'll at least have five visuals yeah, out. that's the no goal doubt, no doubt. and then um the other the other things that I plan I'm just gonna put them in the works okay. before I actually maybe yeah say. maybe 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 that should come in a few minutes so my wife has told me this and uh well 
it'll she's told me listen you need to impart you need to have the, the creatives impart something on 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 your audience right so you being an educator myself being an educator right i i preach consistency to my kids all the time right mm -hmm. and so when they ask me what's next i tell them the next episode is next <laughs> okay so you're in your classroom now you're you went from high school to now you're teaching junior high right mm -hmm. welcome to hisd first and foremost or back welcome back Welcome back. Okay, welcome yeah. back to HISD. Yeah, because you were a cashman right. first. Welcome back to HISD. If there's a, a, a young girl or a young boy in your classroom now that you obviously have spotted and see that they have something going on more than just, you know, you got some of the kids that, that are not on par at all. They don't they don't care to be there. You got some kids that are bookworms, and then you have some kids that are creatives, the ones drawing and, and, and talking about rapping and doing all of that, just the creative side of things. What are you going to impart of them to get started? even at that age? I give them an outlet to do it. Okay. You know what I mean? I give them a space to be them. And I think it's very important. So my kids, all of my kids, they have journals. And um, we'll, I'll say today we're free write. You're free writing. You write about whatever you want to, et cetera. And what y'all, what, I'm going to tell y'all this. I teach ESL. So my kids, their first language is not English. Some is Swahili, some is French, a lot of uh, Spanish. Um, and so, um, I mean, it is different languages, Arabic, et cetera. And sometimes the only way they know how to express to me is in pictures, is in, in drawings. And I'll allow them that. And sometimes they only know how to express what they want to express in their language. They don't know how to, they don't know how to express it to me. And so I've always been um, a stickler and giving my kids ways to respond to what I want them to do, but in their way. And I tell my kids, like I have a kid in my class right now. He loves cards. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really, I no lie, y'all, I feel like this dude is going to be in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? By the time he go through the motions of high school and et cetera, because that's what he loves. He really loves playing cards. He loves doing that. And I can, and I see that in him. So my thing is, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to silence that in mm -hmm. you. You know what I mean? That's your thing. Can you imagine going somewhere every single day where people are trying to deter you from something that you just genuinely love? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how we get these zombies, you you know what I mean? Is they just here? They don't know. They they can't. They they don't. They're missing their fire, but they don't know how. They don't know when it was put out. They don't know. They knew, but they know they didn't always feel like that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm looking at this child, and I'm like, you know what? When we read articles, I'm gonna give you articles about people playing cards. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or a new game. When these when the kids tell me they want to be a game and a YouTuber, here, this is how they do it. Like, here's an informational article. Or here's this is how they do it. Here's a story about this, this, and that. And if you don't see it, you write it. I tell my daughter that all the time. If it's something that you that needs to be created that you don't see, then you think about how you're gonna create it. Mm. You know what I mean? Because maybe it has maybe that's a part of your journey is to create the thing that you don't see. You know, and so I I try to give my kids that room, you know, and it's like, yeah, we we have things to do, but it, studies have shown when you give kids that space, they perform the, the best for you. And I can honestly say that my kids, you know, people say, oh, that child, he acts this and that way in your class. How does he act in your class? Oh, he's great. How? Maybe because he's just allowed to be him. Maybe he doesn't have to put on a show for me and he's just allowed. You know, this is maybe I don't say it like that, but I just I let him be. You know, I don't let him now. I don't let him be disrespectful. I don't let him be a tyrant to my other kids or mm -hmm. her, him or her. But in the point of you just being you, be you, you know, exist in your fire as much as you can revel in it mm -hmm. because that's that's what's going to be with you forever i'm not going to be with you forever mm -hmm. um english this english class mm -hmm. algebra social studies it's not going to be with you forever mm -hmm. but me being able to to give you the space to be you that may be something that sticks with you forever maybe you could go back and say you know what miss green told me to just be the best me that i can be now I don't. Now that's something I don't let them slack. It, I slack on. If you tell me that you're a drawer and I and and the ideal is for you to draw a comic strip or whatever, and I know you can draw, you don't get to slack. Mm. 
right? Like, no, this is what you said you're good at. Come on, give it 100%. Yeah. You know, you say you're a writer, give it 100%. You say yeah. you're a mu musician, give it 100%. Don't, don't slack on that because at that point, you're not really slacking on me. You're slacking on yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I just like to give my kids the room to be expressive in that fact and that in mm -hmm. that in that in that way because there's no point of them coming somewhere every day and being miserable just because they can't be themselves. And I think that that's the subjectivity that English brings because in math it's not like that. Right, and I get that. We're not which is why not, I hate it, man. It's not a subjective subject where you can you can argue uh, you can't argue two and two is is not four. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'll tell you this, ironically, most of my kids, they come in my class, they hate reading. Yeah. They don't like it. And I say, well, what's your favorite subject? Math. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is it? Now, yeah. is it now? And, and the same with me. They hate They hate math. <laughs> hate it. Hate it. I only get a few that, you know, know a what I'm talking about A lot of kids like science, times. too. But shout out to science teachers because I, I, I have seen innovative things in a lot of science classrooms since I've been in, um, since I've been teaching. So I feel like they're doing their thing. So um, what is your favorite blog that you've posted on Tempest Lives before we wrap? Um, the one about me throwing out my damn mattress. Okay. It's really, I like that one because that's like my personality, yeah. like from start to finish. Okay. Um, the one that I'm getting ready to post this week, I really like it. And I, and I, I like it because I like what it's going to offer. The people that I'm that I'm writing to, okay. the people that's gonna um, look at it and and you know find something from it, because um, this was I, I must say, this is the first post that I wrote where when I as I was writing it, I felt like I it wasn't a it wasn't a question it's not a question in my mind if this, if this is going to help somebody i know that when someone reads it it's going to help them okay. and i and i take my story like a story of whatever me you know doing my doing my mommy thing i take that story and i and i transition it into hey if you're going through this then maybe you should try this and once i did that i i can see the lane of my of my blog and okay. my what we're doing our visuals and um, something else that I want to do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, uh, really the hard. What's Next podcast is all about bringing the creatives out. And most importantly, the last question I'll ask is what's next for Tempest Green? What's next for TempestLives.com? So um, what's next for me um, is, is to keep growing and maturing. Um, I, I've read, I've been reading Atomic Habits. Um, it's a really, really great book and it's about, and one thing he says, he says, um, motivation is not enough. You have to create an environment that, that fuels what you want to do. And I've looked around in my environment, my home environment and more or less, and y'all, it's not fueling my creativity. Yeah. And so me personally, I just want to get to the point where I'm not just expressive with my words. I literally create an environment for my kids and I that um, that channels that creativity yeah. in all of us. Um, and then as far as TempestLives.com, like I said, I use my life as the foundation of that blog, you know, and um, I'll just be really the things that I, cause I'm going, I'm in a very much so transitional stage in my life from work to parenting to relationships. Um, like, you know, and I mean like relationships, like not just friendships, but like a, like a significant other. Um, I'm going through a lot of different transitions in my life and I'm excited to, to chronicle those and just see, and not to say, oh, it's easy and it's all good. No, no, that's not that's not what it's gonna look like. But just to say, hey, I, I get it, I'm here, and this is what I have to offer to that end. If you if you're here and you don't know quite where what to do and where to go, okay. so yeah, I I really encourage um y'all to to come with me on this journey. It's not it's 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 good. It's okay. good and um. Yeah. TempestLives.com. Yeah. TempestLives.com. TempestLives.com. Tempest <laughs> Bookmark that. I bookmarked it on both phone and computer. So the last thing, I, I'll say this before we wrap the episode, okay? 
Um, today you see me in this orange shirt, and that's because tonight we're playing the New York Yankees, okay? <laughs> and game two of the AL- ALCS yes. at Minute Maid Park, right? Yes. So what are your predictions tonight for us? We're going to win. Okay. Damn that. How many are we going to win in New York? We're we going to win. All, how, how many we play in New York? Three. The we're going to win the next three after tonight. After the next tonight. three are in New York. Yes. If we don't win tonight, then the next two definite. Well, the next two will be in New York because we'd have to win. win we'd right. have to win gotcha. at least one of those to, to come, come back. back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. We'd have to win two of them to come back. Um, if we don't win tonight. I have faith in my strolls, man. We're going to we're okay. going to get it. So, so I came in the what's next orange and blue uh, T-shirt. Yes. And so you said that you didn't want a, uh, <laughs> a black. You said that you didn't want a black SBI t-shirt, but you, there's no way that you could. This is a staple of the podcast. Okay, and I wear it. Actually, I'm kind of glad because I looked at my old one. And I was you, like, whoo. Yeah, it's, it. okay. it's, it's a staple of the podcast. But since I gave you the this is episode number 18's tee that I wore. And this is episode number 34's tee that I'm wearing now for you. Thank you so okay. much, because I'm wearing these to school tomorrow. No doubt. So, Houston, Texas, <laughs> man, I do what I do for myself to prove that I can do it for others. Peace and blessings. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body Biggie, Jigga, Puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby And I'm wildin' in my wallies, and them valleys, no Pilates More way get you more wet, now that's these Bumanti My crystal ball, I see crystal, I crystal y'all with that I saw the sign like Ace Space, that Ace of Spade get cracked me like Cheers to the money guys, the Willie niggas Who buy them bottles, and then they spill these liquors Yo, yo, salute my dude I see you, dawg Five bottles, one dick, why I need some bros? I know I'm out of line, but love is shower time You know it rose a rain, when your cloud is nine Get off that high-ass hussy, this a private party Been on my dick too long, your breath on private party You gon' be nice and naughty, these walls on prices arty This the upper crust, fuck us up Over and over, 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 over,